idea. Let's go. We're on the Why don't we see it there? We shouldn't a second. It always takes a second to refresh because it's got like a small lag. So let's see. We're having technical difficulties up the wazoo because Jim stole the iPad. <coughs> By stole, he took his iPad back. <laughs> Here we go. We are live. We are live, finally. Get it going. We got two people already. Yeah. <laughs> Billy's one of them, <laughs> and and, and, and that's the other. Phone that's in this room is on. Yeah. <laughs> Don't look at. It. I always catch myself looking at over there. It's like twenty seconds behind. Like that's a good show over there. <laughs> that handsome devil yeah, on look the at podcast. God's oh. got big arms. <laughs> it is. It is freaking delayed, huh? Yeah, it's yeah. always a little bit behind. Oh, that bugs me out. Mm. Are we going up? Are we live? We're live. Yeah, you're watching it. Oh. Go ahead. Do some, oh, so do some <laughs> awesome <laughs> intro. Yeah. Awesome intro. Hey. All right. Hey. Uh, welcome no to the hands-on podcast. Yeah. Too much technical I, difficulty. Apparently, so apparently our tech man did not inform. He didn't inform us that we were actually live. Um, <laughs> As opposed to the other three times. We've yeah, we've, we have. We've run a couple podcasts. We've tried. I've introduced this thing three times now, and do we were not live any of the times. So... Welcome to the Hands-On Podcast. Billy's listening to it next to me, so it's freaking screwing me up. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Hands-On Podcast with Jim and Dan Miller. I got the OG sitting next to me, Billy D. Williams, the old man over here, Pat behind the switcher. Uh, Jim is not here today. He's out in uh, Iowa uh, getting ready to go uh, shoot some pigs down in Oklahoma. He's out with John Dudley in Iowa setting up his new bow. Uh, what a life, huh? Yeah, I know. He's... Poor guy. Doesn't get to be here with us. Um, so we'll get into um, the the Bellator fights. We'll get into uh, Billy used to be um, our strength and conditioning coach. Um, trained with us for a long time. Uh, long time training partner. Fought professionally. Um, we'll get into some fights and, and training stuff. And then we'll go into um, fishing and, and, <laughs> and ride <laughs> motorcycles. Yeah, man. <laughs> man stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, we'll get right into it. We'll dive Can right we into the. Can we cuss on Facebook Live? You yeah, do yeah. whatever you want, yeah. Billy. Yeah, we'll get into some man shit after this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we'll get right into the uh, the jail fight. So, um, so apparently uh, the old guys in the room picked Tito. I don't believe him. I don't believe it. Either. We're gonna go have back, to go review. Go re we're, we're gonna, gonna have to review up. the film. Uh, the I man. told you, you guys were wrong. I said Tito's motivated. <laughs> He's gonna kick his Pal ass. Chell was was poking the bear. He was poking him, you know. But I don't Tito know. I still thought Chell was gonna come out for and uh, the, for a lot of reasons. Tito was motivated. His last no, fight, hanging him up. Yeah. I mean, last you know, fight. We'll you know, see. Chell, you we'll knew he was gonna that. fight again, and Chell's got so much more on his plate. I mean, he's doing his podcast. He's doing his podcasting ain't easy. Yeah. Nah. That's probably what brought him down. No, it's technical not. difficulty <laughs> stressed <laughs> him the hell out. I'm sure he doesn't have technical. He hires a professional. To yeah, do he, we got a me. professional over there. Yeah. He's not a professional technical guy, but he's a professional something. Professional something. Yeah, podcasts <laughs> are definitely not easy, especially when you're fucking sick and you bring him in a whole room. <laughs> <laughs> We're in this tiny room, and this motherfucker's sick. sick. The show must go on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then Tito was poking the bear. Yeah. Or, I mean, Chael was poking the bear. He was, you know. Yeah, he I, was, he I was uh, on him. So what What did you think, Billy? I definitely thought Tito was coming in motivated and um, 
Chael likes to get under people's skin with that slick tongue of his. <laughs> he does a great job. And, you know, yeah. I like him. I think he's, you know, was a great fighter. They were both past their quote-unquote prime. You know, can they still fight? Of course. Uh, Tito came in a little more motivated. You know, he wanted to get the get back from the college loss mm -hmm. in wrestling. And uh, I think Chael really didn't give a rat's ass. He just knew a check was coming at the end of the night. Um, and tap to a ghost choke, which <laughs> which I see happen a lot. You know, bah. people it happens a lot in MMA. Um, people don't really want to talk about it or say say it happens, but it happens a lot. And basically, what happens is you you take a guy's spirit, and the guy finds a way out of the fight without literally, you know, saying like, "Oh, I lost." He just you know he subbed me. He subbed you because you didn't want it anymore. And you found a way out. That choke wasn't choking him out. He wasn't in any danger of getting hurt or passing out. He choked. He tapped out. Excuse me. He tapped out because he wanted to check. He didn't take any damage. <laughs> and he could do an interview after the fight. <laughs> Let's be serious. <laughs> no, I. Uh, Let's be serious. Those kind of. So, okay. He's not. It wasn't the best choke in the world. It was not. It was not under the chin. But that stuff. When you get across the chin here, he still can choke. He's still on the side. It was more of a blood choke instead of an air choke, and uh, which takes a little bit longer. Dan Miller, I'm looking you dead in the face. Would you have tapped to that? No, I wouldn't so have tapped that. So what the fuck are we <laughs> talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Dan Miller has never looked for a way out of a fight. This is yeah. This is and Chael's done that a couple times. Yeah, this is true. I uh, think that choke was in more. I mean, he bailed on John Jones. I mean, I he just bailed I, on that fight. I've been neck cranked. Like, my mouthpiece came out of my mouth. Yeah. It wasn't the choke. No, I yeah, your neck breathe, and your... But your I heard my teeth grinding. Yeah, and, and you get I that said, jaw. Good. And my yeah, jaw was your jaw cracked up. That wasn't that type of choke. It didn't look like that. It looked like he was just, you know, bear-hugging, like, come here, little brother, like, that type <laughs> of choke. <laughs> That's what it looked yeah. like to me. Again, those are two guys fighting, and I'll never question, you know, their hearts. Yeah. But I've been choked out. Where I've been choked at several times. And <laughs> <laughs> I've been choked out by a lot of people. So it just looked a little fraudulent to me. And on that type of scale and those type of theatrics with the Bellator, those type of fights. Not Bellator, not all fights in Bellator. There's definitely great fights. But when you get to those type of old man fights, older guys, you know, yeah. coming to an end. Like theatrics. I call that theatrics in mm -hmm. MMA. You know. I question that. I'm going to sit here and, and if I talk to Chael Sonnen, Kale Sonnen, however you pronounce his name, I would look him dead in the eye and say, listen, buddy, did you tap because of the money or did you tap because the choke was, was hurt? I need to know. You know <laughs> it was suspect. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. It Listen, yeah, I agree. It wasn't the best choke. Um, but, you know, well, I don't it know. is what See, it is. See, I don't think that was – it wasn't a north cut choke. I mean, now Sage tapped to a friggin' no choke. <laughs> no joke. Oh, come that, on. Was a, that was a, that was a freaking hey, no joke. Hey, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I mean, well, we've seen that Chael, in, the, in the past. Yeah. Some guys don't like to get choked. Right. Uh, there's, you know, I could call out names. But guy fought, fought uh, somebody. I wish Joe Rogan would get a set of balls and had yeah. to ask him that. How'd you choke? <laughs> how'd you tap to a no choke? Is that a new move you learned, a no choke? <laughs> but you know, some guys don't like to get choked, and that you know, it's it is what it is. 
TJ but, Mitch uh, says that uh, he agrees with Billy. He says uh, if that fight happens at a different Mitch. time, uh, Chael fights out of that choke. He sure TJ Never. has a nasty squeeze, but you got to at least try to defend it. No, I, I agree. He didn't. It didn't. He peeled the hand. He went to peel the hand once, and then just kind of sat there. But that happens all the time. I mean, these are. It happens in the UFC. Top fighters in the world. You'll see guys that will. The choke will get put on, and instead of pulling the hand, they go like this. And they literally sit there until they're ready to tap, and it's like, oh, tap. There's no fighting through it. But that's it, – it's just something that some guys can't – the choke gets on. Maybe he was getting choked, and it was like, well, he just waited for it to come out, and it was like, all right, he's done. I'm going to look you in the eye once again, Dan. Let's <laughs> <laughs> say, would you have tapped? No, I, nope, you know, I'm not going to ask I, that question. What I'm going to say is – Chael Sonnen, you fought him. Yes, I did. Okay, so I'm not, you know, there maybe there's some, you know, you know, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Back in his day, Chael Sonnen, well, I shouldn't say that, back in his day. Chael Sonnen, four years ago, wouldn't have tapped to that, wouldn't have even come close to tapping to that. He's in a position where he's behind the desk, behind whatever. He took no damage in the fight. He wasn't getting out of that position. Tito was in Tito Ortiz mode yeah. in a, in a Ground and pound, position, mount, change to a choke. Listen, I'm going to take I, my I, check and run. Yeah. You don't want to say it, I'll say it. <laughs> he took the check and ran. Thank you, TJ Mitch. Thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you, Justin Mezzacapo. I see you agree with me, too. Yes, sir. He wanted a check. <laughs> Anybody else agree with me? Call in. He wanted well, a call check. doesn't yeah. agree with you, though. Who's that? Big John. Big John says he's going to put people in the choke that says – that he didn't tap to that choke. Big John's a piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> my well, only I thing, do, I don't, yeah, he's not my favorite ref either. But. If Kale wanted out, he knows the sport well enough. And if he thought, listen, I want to bail, why not lift your chin, let him put the choke in for real? Then it looks great. It looks like Tito muscled it in. I think Tito got his bicep and his carotid, and he started to get that. Th listen, I, he was straight across here. I, I truly think he was being choked. He, it didn't look like he fought that hard to get out of it. I'll give you that, but that choke—it was not a. I it wasn't it was a. It was definitely off. choking him. I it wasn't like it was like oh he just tapped because the choke was on and it was. I don't know. I mean, well, he looked like see. he fought hey, it one time. But put that choke on the sick man in the yeah, room and I'm see if he goes near out. Him. Yeah. I'll put it on you. <laughs> I won't tap. Yeah, see? sure. I agree. <laughs> we'll see. He's never been choked before. How would you even? I. Still won't tap. You know I won't tap. You I know you'll it. tap. You face crank the shit. <laughs> out I will. Of me I'll face crank episode. the crap out of you, and we'll see if you tap. That it's you know when I you get you that across it, your chin and everything, it fucking hurts. I agree. It fucking hurts. And maybe it was like, well, fuck it. It, it was hurting and it was choking. He was like, fuck it. I'm I'm done. You know, it did. He did not come in. <laughs> he did not come in the best shape of his career. Let's say that he looked a little. Uh, well, he looked, flabby? Like he looked a little flabby and yeah, soft. Yeah, yeah. Well, he looked like the the commission got on his ass. Yeah. He couldn't be on his uh, juice. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. So. Tito, Tito looked like he was in good shape. He looked like he had a great training camp. And uh, you know, Tito looked like uh, more prepared to me, like way more prepared. It still looked suspect whether the choke was um, in there tight or not. You know, I agree with what you guys are saying, <coughs> you and Pat, you know. I, I've been choked out several times, several different ways. In fights, I've yeah. tapped the choke. I've tapped the neck crank. Um, it's just, it looked funny to me when I was watching it. But, yeah. you know, I definitely, 
know that there's been times where people have had their hands around my neck and it may not look like it's tight. Yeah. And it's tight. So. Well, that, that's the thing. Is like, you know, I'm not. These both these guys were at the top of their game. They're both fantastic fighters, and for people just to to call them out on on a no choke, I don't know, man. I just he didn't get to where he was by being by bailing on fucking on stuff. Absolutely not. But he's also you know? he's also where he is now. So the but hunger, that's a, but the hunger still when come on the guys do. Grabbing but if the you mic. okay, so you've been out for a while, now, yes, right? Yes, sir. So which, when you go back in the ring, because yes, you, you want to, right? Again. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So are you going to be like, well, fuck it. No, I, I'm I old, so you know I what? I don't, I, don't I, I, don't, I don't have a job. I don't mean to call you old. No, no, I am old. <laughs> as of January, no, I am old. As of January 9th or 8th, I am 42 years old. Yeah. So, yeah, I am old. But when I do get back in there, I'm not going to just say, fuck it, I'm 42. But that's it my point. I don't have a secure job behind a desk making Hundreds of thousands of dollars broadcasting fights, talking shit. All this man does is talk shit, and rarely uh, does he back what, it up. I saw he got paid pretty good money. I don't see if there. What was the win bonus? I have no idea. You know, I'm <coughs> not talking about just purse. This the man's getting paid money from yeah. sponsors from. Being but it doesn't TV. mean he can't go out and fight hard. Like personally, too, is if I go out, I've been out for I don't even know two years, three years, something like that. Uh, no, two years. I've had one fight in like five. Six years, something like that. I get hit in the head too much. I can't remember. Um, but Sorry. if I if I went back into into fighting, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't just be like, yeah, you know, I'm fucking, you know, I've got the gym, I've got this, I'm not gonna fucking do it. No, because it's a, I'm a competitive person. Um, you know, it, it just to me, I don't think that he has it in him. Yeah, to just be like, he's just gonna quit, because. You know, I'm sure guy people change and everything like that, and it gets a you know when they get in a tough spot, whatever. But he's still a top competitor. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it 100. percent If I were in Chael's shoes and I had the type of security, job security, type of lifestyle that he had, and I took this fight with Tito Ortiz, and it was in that position, um. I am going to probably not want to take any damage at. Is he forty? Uh, close. 30, yeah, I don't know. He's got to be close. Close to like it, at thirty-eight, thirty-nine years old. I'm not going to want to take any damage, and I know I'm getting a security check. And you know, yeah, I, I'm. But what does it change? I mean, so he goes out there and gets beat up. It's not. He's not going to lose his job. His podcast isn't going to go shit because he because he took he got punched in the eye a, a bunch of times and. You know, his face is bloodied up, but he won. So it, it just, to me, you know, I don't know. Well, see, it doesn't make know. sense to, to be like, to be one of the top guys in the world. A, a tough guy. He's he's freaking tough. Yeah, he's definitely I had him in, I had him in a guillotine that, like, he's gurgling. And he fought out of it. It wasn't like he was well, like, oh, he was, fuck you were it. against the cage. No, I, Dad, I was fucking in there. I know, I know I had the guillotine on. The guy did not quit. He didn't fucking, didn't give up on it. My point is, like, you know, it's like you're talking about a guy who's done this for a long fucking time. He knows what it feels like to be choked. And just for him to just be like, yeah, fuck it, because because why? It does, You know, I, I think the choke was on. He just wasn't prepared to be in there with Tito Ortiz. Tito Ortiz was prepared. He was ready to fight. That's my thoughts. All right. I, oh, I got to disagree with Billy, too, what you just said. Okay. So you said that if you were in his position, you would take the fight – 
and you would have gotten out of it to not take damage. I think any fight that you are ever in, you're in it to win, and you're never going to – it's never going to enter <laughs> yeah, your consciousness. Come on. Come on, Billy. You could have a million dollars in a mansion, right, and Billy's going right. to be like, I got this. All right. Yeah. All right. You called me out. Really? I guess. <laughs> all right. No, I know damn well. You would fight out anything, and you would you – would I'm 0-5, and, and I keep fighting. Of course well, I'm you yeah. 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 All right. I, you just I won't lie. take a live fish off a hook. Yeah. No, I won't do that. Pat, you called me out. You're right. I, I definitely wouldn't. I just it just looks so suspect. It did. I just think you you're you're expecting when Chael enters, you're expecting this. You know, like I said, a top competitor to walk into the ring. I think he's been off for so long. It was two years off. I think he underestimated Tito. I too. think so too. Is I I don't think the training was as but good how? as it was. And how do you how? underestimate someone you've already had a competition with, so to say? I because he pinned him in like. Fucking 30 seconds. Uh, granted, it wasn't fighting, but you know what type of person. Like, if if I yeah, pinned you in 30 seconds, I know I'm not going to come out and not train for this. This guy's coming with an asshole full of anger <laughs> and mad that <laughs> I pinned him in 30 seconds. I but know this is coming. Yeah, See, Tito you know. hasn't been setting the world on fire. In the yeah, Man that's world another thing. Is like Tito hasn't, hasn't looked, looked great. great in his past fights. And, and <laughs> you know, to me, it would be like... if. If I was in Chael's situation, I wouldn't be like, all right, I'm going out to fight. If I was going out to fight John Jones when he fought John Jones, you fucking A, I'm going to train my ass off. When he was going to fight Tito Ortiz, his last fight, it's like eh. uh, maybe he doesn't have to put in the time that he had to in the past. See, but I Tito was fucking working his ass off getting ready. Tito had an axe to grind. He was yeah, furious. I mean, yeah, he, was he looked good. He did look good. Going yeah. in, and, and uh, I've never been a Tito Ortiz fan. And maybe it goes <laughs> to show you just don't insult the man's ex-wife. You Apparently. Just don't bring family into it, right? <laughs> that, come on. That, that's ridiculous. I agree. That right there is out of control. I agree. <laughs> hey, John Romero, can't believe that you're 42. and uh, I train <laughs> with the guy every freaking day. He works with <laughs> me. I don't, can't believe I'm 42. Shout out to John Romero. He's yeah. one of my heavyweights. Um, this kid, you know, he just he, he's, he works – Effortlessly, he's got a little young daughter, Ariella, and the guy—he—he's he, gonna be something, you know. Mm -hmm. Dan's rolled around with him. I've Dan tries to give him a really little tool young tutelage. Kid. Young kid, heavyweight, you know, started at 300 plus pounds working out with me, you know, weighs in at 245 now. Yeah, he works his ass off, you know, good kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just shout out to him because yeah. uh, he's definitely gonna be somewhere sometime. Definitely. His short-term goal right now is to get into that Bellator cage. And fight some of these heavyweights. Nice. You know, but I think he's, he's going to do really well, man. Yeah, John puts good, the work in. Good kid, man. Yeah. Hard Very work. talented. Yep. So, Jacqueline, moving on. Jacqueline Horgan Santella said hey to Billy D. Yeah. And, uh, hey. and Tabitha Williams wants to know, Billy, what are you talking about? <laughs> talking about we're talking about my sister that's my sister we're talking about fights she has no idea what's going on cause <laughs> <laughs> you know, she doesn't watch fights all she does is try and sell houses <laughs> so, shout, oh. out, shout out to my sister Tabitha yeah. so we'll, we'll go into some of your you've got five fights now five professional fights right? yeah man I got five professional fights um, my fight career is uh, is 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 basically my own little story. Like mm -hmm. most people, not most people, 99.9% of the people out there would definitely not fight after their second, third, probably fourth professional loss. Definitely not after their fifth loss. The only reason I'm not fighting right now specifically <laughs> is because I had a <laughs> hip replacement last 
March. Yeah. And uh, that's it, man. I fight for a different reason. I fight because uh, I'm fighting other demons, so to say. You know, yeah. fighting, fighting gives me like joy. Not punching people in the face. Not going out there acting like a savage. Although I do like to do that. <laughs> um, that's not. That's not what yeah. I mean. Like it brings me joy. Fighting brings me joy on a different level. Um, I played college sports. I played football. I wrestled throughout my life. I ran track. You know, I've done sports since I was in second grade. You yeah. Know, on a high level. So, I needed that team yeah. aspect, and you know that's why I got into MMA. And when I lose, I, you know, it's it's not it's not like I lost. I believe I I won. I'm actually doing something that I love to do. Yeah. I just literally hate that I let another person like <laughs> beat me. Like that that's what drives me nuts. Yeah. There's never been a fight that I've been in and maybe it's cuz I you could say I fight uh tentatively. I don't believe that, but there's never been a fight that I've been in where someone's just whooped my ass. I refuse to let someone just beat me up. I refuse to just let someone beat me up like yeah. I'm either gonna grab you, yeah, lose yeah. my wrestling, or whatever the case may. Yeah. I don't know a lot of jitsu. I, I, you know, I joke around and say I'm the best four-stripe white belt in the world, <laughs> jokingly, because you know I've been doing this since 2008 and I'm a four-stripe white belt. <laughs> so that's my little joke. But I fight because I'm fighting my own little fight. Like I like to fight. I yeah. like MMA. I like the whole. Well, the competition is like, it like no other. Yeah, I mean that's. The whole reason Jim and I basically got into it is we were both competing in wrestling, you know, in high school. He went to college, did it, did it for a year, and it was like, you know, I had, it's been, it had been like five years, and I hadn't done – I hadn't competed in anything. And it was like, I got to do something to compete against somebody, you know, because there's nothing like that competition. Um, so – you know that's the way, we, and and you're right, man. It's just like that. That just competing, you know, winning is, you know, is awesome and everything. But that, but the training, the I wouldn't know. <laughs> I wouldn't so. know, brother. I, I wouldn't know. I'm waiting. I'm waiting, Dan. You won your last fight. I'm when waiting. we were there, I'm waiting, Dan. That they fucking fucked you over. But, but listen, uh, I get what you're saying, and I agree. It's just um, MMA to basically. Like, I, I, t I joke around, like, it saved my life. When I say it saved my life, I mean, like, um, I was headed towards being, like, depressed, being in a state of depression because I, I, you know, I was done playing football. There was nothing left for me. I felt, you know, I, I'm the type of guy that needs to be around, like, a group setting, a group of guys and a, a, a working environment where yeah. everyone works as a team. Like, I, I like that. That's what makes me str I strive in that environment. Yeah. Um, so going to MMA and seeing, like, the, the team environment, you know, brought me back to life, so to say. I took my first fight, literally, on 30 days' notice. <laughs> like, I trained for 30 days, didn't know what MMA was, yeah. never practiced a day in my life. All I knew was high school wrestling. I went to states in high school, and I took a fight on practicing 30 days and taking fights ever since. What the hell's up with you? You haven't had a fight yet. Yeah, I know. Nope. <laughs> and you're it's a like, what? Nope. Blue belt. I'm a blue belt. He's a four-stripe whiter. He is. 
Philly's tougher than me. There's no question. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I actually think though, you know what? Billy's and we're gonna find out because yeah. if Philly gets sick, you're yeah, the world that hurt. Be yeah, he's already stripping brothers. clothes Listen, off over there. Protect, protect, again, protect your body. Yeah, protect your body. He's got nasty digs, body digs shots. The body. <laughs> he digs to the body that's hard. A, that's my favorite. <laughs> Always go hard to the body. That's my favorite. You gotta break him down. Yeah. No, I, I think there's something like beautiful about what Billy's saying, right? Like you don't do it for anybody but you, and that's yeah. like. That's awesome. Uh, it's a passion, and people love watching people do things they're passionate about. So you're not doing it for anything except that you love it. Yeah, I've tried yeah. to explain what it to matters, people. What else matters, man? I've tried to explain it to people, and they look at me like pretty much like I'm crazy. Like, oh, man, what's your record? You got to be – you know, they, they look at my stature. I'm not going to lie. They look at my tattoo. Oh, man, what are you, like, 10 and up? No, nah, bro, I'm only five. Everyone's like – to ask me like what like what happened nah I'm only five I've, I've lost all my <laughs> professional fights <laughs> and I want to fight at least three more times you yeah. know if I didn't have hip surgery I'd still want to continue to fight and fight and fight and fight but I feel like I only have like two legitimate fights like how is your hip feel my hip feels great does it yeah it's Good. just going through the rigors of camp and you yeah, know yeah. I'm 42 I don't want to keep doing that shit no no but I definitely want to get in there and rock out a couple more times yeah yeah um yeah, but MMA has been pretty much my savior. And there's been a lot of, uh, I got to give a lot of people credit for my whole, you know, MMA progression. Um, I started in a basement of a bowling alley, which was Ron Starnes' wrestling academy. And Melvis Figueroa, rubber, yeah, band, yeah. rubber band man, a.k.a. I gave him that nickname. I gave a lot of people <laughs> nicknames. I gave Melvis that nickname. He was uh, down there, and he just told me to like, come to a practice, and I came to a practice to make a long story short. Took my fight on 30 days notice, and Melvis and I have been together since. But this kid was teaching us jiu-jitsu off of YouTube. Like, we had no instructor. <laughs> Melvis and I made up a team name, and we started taking fights, and he was my corner man. And that's how we got into yeah. MMA. Yeah. And then... You know, I wanted to get better at it, and I eventually went over to AMA. I was at um, Elite Tactical, went to AMA, met up with you guys. Yeah. You used to kick the shit out of me. <laughs> I went over there, and I think that's the only reason why they, like, started to like me was literally. What? Yeah. I used, to be in a, I used to be in a group <laughs> with Dan, um, Helwig, Jonathan Helwig, and a couple other people. I'm. You were bigger then. Okay, I'm, so what? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? So what? I was an 85 pounder. You're, you're looking at a different person. You were 84. You were walking around at 185. Okay, pounds. I was walking at like 200 pounds. Okay, so he's a big guy. <laughs> I'm green as shit. I don't know anything. Here comes Dan Miller. Oh, you go in this group. I'm like, all right, cool. Go in this group. <laughs> Throw my pump, my little jab. Okay, okay, I'm doing good. Boom! There goes my right quad. <laughs> what the fuck was that? This guy just kicked me, and I felt like a mule. It's a tree trunk just got thrown at I you. Was, Pat, I was like, oh, my God. I, I can't take too many more of these. Put my jab out again. Boom! My leg goes again. The third kick, my leg's done. My leg's done. I have a hematoma on my leg. I can't walk. <laughs> this guy, I come back the next day. I got to practice with him again. Now I'm in a group with Jim. <laughs> get choked out like 60 times in one practice this this is what i gotta do <laughs> that's more proof that dan and jim are assholes they, yeah. they definitely they 
they're sneaky assholes. Yep. Sneaky. They, we they try to be nice. They and smile. They exactly. They <laughs> smiled. Ha, ha, ha. Hey, Billy, that's true. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's how they get it. But you know what? I love it all. Yeah. I love. I love it. The there's no better. There's two. Not two. I. I don't think there's two better. I know there's not two better brothers, but there's not two better guys in MMA than Jim and Dan. And I, and I say you, that, like, unbiasedly. I, I, I kid you not. Thank you. These guys are genuine and just good dudes. So we go back to, uh, hey, man, I mean, we had a good team there. There I was a, uh, when we came, the yeah, when we came all together, it was a, a big team, um, a lot of guys and, and uh, a lot of, t you know, there was a fucking tough room. Yeah, Tough I room. I think you know let's it just built let's a lot of guys. Let's just run through guys. some of the names real quick that <laughs> were that were that would show up as sparring sometimes. You had um, Jamie Varner came and came and joined yeah, yeah. our team for a little bit. You had Kurt Pellegrino and all his guys would come up. Yeah. Adlon. Yeah, Adlon. Everybody forgot about him. He would have been a world champ if he didn't just stop fighting because of his religion. Amanda Nunez. Yeah. Khabib. Khabib. Um, come on, give me more names. Oh, yeah, we got well. Charlie and Charlie. Frankie yeah. came up Frankie. there. Frankie Edgar. Yeah. Um, you know, that Almeida. For a little while. Ricardo Almeida. used to come yeah, up Ricardo there. Almeida, Jimmy Hedis. Yeah. Right. Uh, Zach Markovsky came up there, and Shorty yeah. and him were going at it like two cats. <laughs> 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 Who was the heavyweight? Uh, Who was the heavyweight that was out there? He came and trained with you a few times. Oh, Rico? Rico. Yeah, Ricar R Rico. Yeah. Rico Almeida. <laughs> Fucking Rico. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Fucking guy. <laughs> His wrestling is crazy. Yeah. Um, and you guys used to run over and train with Hanzo. Yeah. yeah there was just so many people. And stuff like that. Yeah, that, that, that place was packed. And yeah. we had a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot it of good guys. tough room, man. A lot of good guys. Really tough room. Mike Madrano dropping everybody with either his head or his hand. Yeah, his head. Professor Brian. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of guys. We had at one point there were uh was it five or seven UFC fighters? Five to seven I'd say five five UFC guys there. Yeah. Okay, I think when was UFC wasn't like UFC everywhere. Yeah. Like before they started recognizing like guys in Yeah. North Jersey. So but I mean we were it was a good team. Definitely a good team. Was the training a little bit different back then? Because you guys have talked about yeah, how you I used mean to just back go then I, I, we were obviously uh, a lot younger, so it, the the training was it was more of um, kind of older style. Just go at it. I mean, we had there was three days of basically live sparring. Sunday was like just a Sunday was rock and sock. Yeah. Sunday fun day. Yes, <laughs> Sunday fun day. It was fucking. Don't get us wrong. It was structured. Don't get it, you know. Yeah, no. But there it was definitely a lot of blows being given. You know, nowadays yeah. people. Shark tanks. and You know, it yeah. was it was a rough, rough, uh, rough day. And then Wednesdays was just pure stand-up sparring. <laughs> that, that, was, uh, that was always fun because it was just basically you get in the room and it was just like, all right, fucking go at it. Uh, obviously, again, it was structured. But it was, it wasn't like, uh, it was basically, all right, you two go together. Or one guy was in, and it was like, all right, get on him, get on him. But it wasn't, uh, it was full bore. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was f a fight every time, every minute. <laughs> and it was like full fucking bore. I remember Madrano, every time Madrano entered, it was like, all right, 
it's a fun yeah, fight. Yeah, we got not. Gotta go. It's I not like yeah. It's not like all right. You can kind of fight down. Yeah. Make sure shit was in a little tighter. Yeah. Let's fucking go. He came out and he was just like, I mean, he's what five foot three. Yeah, I'm gonna give him five three. Five, yeah, five, five three just and but he's like five foot three wide, all muscle. Oh, all muscle. All muscle, and the fucking kid would just come after you. And I was like, all right, fuck, my drive's coming in. All right, let's go. Yeah. Bite down and just fucking start throwing punches. This is gonna be a hard <laughs> round. <laughs> but uh, but we'll get into you know. So uh, you do strength and conditioning. Yeah. Um, I've been that 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 that's my job. Yeah. Literally, like um personal trainer, exercise specialist. Uh, I believe in functional movement. Um, what I mean by that is I don't necessarily train people just lay down on a bench, push this bar up and down, yeah. and, you know, old school stuff. You know, I like to do a lot of single leg, single arm, you know, stuff you're going to use every day. And not just for fighters. You know, I just don't train fighters. No. I train everyday people. I train fighters. I train paraplegics i've trained um basketball players football players nfl players collegiate players so you know i can train a myriad of people it's my passion is just training people in general when i started training people for mma i really realized like they weren't doing a lot of functional like stuff like functional movements um deadlifting all that stuff is is great Bench pressing, squatting is great, but rarely are we using both of our arms in the equal amount of, you know, pressure in yeah. fighting, you know, like yeah. little stuff like that. Yeah, so bench pressing somebody. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I like to use functional movement yeah. stuff. I like to use a lot of bands, a lot of med balls, you know, which a, people, a lot of people are adapting to now. But, you know, some people question a lot of things that I did, you know, as far as lightweight and stuff went <laughs> because – uh. You know, because it. it <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know somebody yeah. questioned Billy. S- some people do yeah. question, you know, my my train of thought. Yeah, yeah. But I've been doing this for a long time. I didn't just start doing this yesterday. I've been training people for you know, fifteen, almost you know, I hate to say it, almost twenty years. But I believe in functional movement. A lot of people may not agree with that, but there's a time where you use and move heavy weight and there's a time for a fighter to start using functional movement and getting ready to peak for a fight yeah um one of the greatest honors was to be able to train you and jim mm-hmm. because i know you've trained with uh mr rooney before and you know yes. he's a very good trainer you know so i knew where you guys were coming from but the fact that you would trust me and let me in in on the training was was spectacular and i knew that i could help you know, you guys, your fight game. And I'm not to pat myself on the shoulder, but Jim's first fight underneath me, mm. when he weighed in and went to the weigh-ins and before the fight, I could hear Joe Rogan specifically saying, you could go back on tape. He's like, oh, my God, I've never seen Jim Miller look like this. Dana he, White tweeted. He looks, Dana White he, tweeted this is that the best shape he's, yeah. I've never seen him Jim in this Miller type of shape. Never looked, you know, never looked bigger or something like that. And, you know. <coughs> never looked stronger or something. And we put in a lot of work for that yeah. camp. You know, and he reaped the benefits. Mm -hmm. Little did we know he was dealing with Lyme disease and everything else that was going on in in the undercover, which was making him tired. But, yeah, yeah, man. So 
What I like do you think do. a lot of the the uh, because of the stuff you do is well, when you started it, it was kind of like out of the norm, but it's it's almost like because MMA. There was never. It was almost like barbaric. Not not the not the sport, but the way people train. I, I get where you're it's going. It's like uh, it, with the NFL, like they have doctors. They have. I mean, they have the top level guys figuring out what is the best thing to do in MMA. It's like, all right, you go do the. You know, it, we're going to take you and you. And it's a lot of the guys in the beginning were training out of garages, so nobody knew exactly how to train. At least in the NFL, you know, the NBA. You know, Major League Baseball, hockey, they have teams where it's like they're trying to figure out the best way, where they leave it up to the fighter's own devices to kind of figure it out. And back in the old days, it was like be as strong as possible and and, and just bash each other's head in to, yeah, to train. That and and it, for a long time, that just carried on. Even as the sport was seeing better athletes and, and all this, it just kind of that tr- ki- type of training carried on. And then... I mean, you're seeing it a lot more now where it's like, okay, they're starting to treat them as high-level athletes. and uh, But, yeah, in the beginning it was like <laughs> our, our coach was questioning what we, what we were doing. <laughs> as far as <laughs> yeah, Yeah. Yeah, yeah and it was like, all right. Uh, but what you were doing was – I think everyone's kind of doing that now. It's that, that, that type of training. And back then it was like, oh, well, the hell is he doing? But I, I believed in you because I felt very good when I was working with there you. There you go. The guy who knew functional movement. I know. Because <laughs> <I> <laughs> um, <I'm laughs> you guys, you guys were, when you first started fighting, before you trained. I didn't anybody, lift at all. The first time I ever lifted in my life was with Martin Rudy. You guys Rudy. were stronger then because you were doing construction. And you guys. Functional movement. I yeah, no. did stick. I, I've never them, actually. Jim and him. Like physically we carrying, strong, we were we, doing I was rocks, yeah. doing down, stone. Up, functional movement. They were doing friggin'. Yeah. No, we I, had, I, I came back with, with a load I, of Portland oh cement. Now they're ninety-four pounds a bag. Well, they scoop up two on their shoulder. I could and do that One now. in their hand. <laughs> Definitely and could one do in their hand. Now. So what? What the hell you got? You got three hundred friggin' pounds. One under their left arm, two on their friggin' yeah. shoulder, and they go down a set of thirty steps. Yeah. Jim didn't Carry do him that. To the back. Jim couldn't do that. I was doing that. You were doing that. Jim was not doing that. <laughs> you know, I mean, and that was I, so they used functional, functional movement, right? Yeah. They because that's what they did. I now mean, I, okay, that, you pick up a stack oh of of you know ten two by tens that are sixteen feet long. Well, now you got to balance them and you got to try to carry them and you got to scoop them up. So your core strength. <laughs> is so much better. What are you laughing at? He's right. No, I I completely agree with him. When when I first started, everyone was like, "Jesus Christ, you're strong!" Like farmer strength. It was because of what what I did, you know, carrying wood every day, swinging a hammer. You know, uh, everyone's like, "Your grip is Forearm ridiculous, extensors, super strong." Yeah, yeah, and so it's like you know, but I I completely agree with you. But it beat the way that you do it in that type of situation. You beat your body down. Look at you. What are you? Well, look at me. What My are arms four- are bigger than yours. What are you, 46 <laughs> years old? You can barely fucking move. <laughs> what are you I'm 60. Yeah. Well, now you're 60. But at 46, you can fucking barely move. 
So well, I, 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 I agree with you. Stupid shit than you. I agree with you, but the yeah, the functional movement and everything like that. But the I problem held up is, a is fucking backhoe. The, the problem <laughs> is, is you get into the sport and and we got into sport. I didn't lift, and then you go and it's like, well, you just you're doing what you're told to do, you um. know, and, and it's like you know the same thing with that AMA. It was like, it you know it built a pretty good, it built a very good team. Um, but there were a lot of injuries there, and there was a lot of people where it was like, it, it was too much at the time. But that's what we were told to do. So it was like, whatever, I'm going to do it. Yeah. And, uh, and we didn't know any better. No. And that's the thing is people are starting to, 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 get, to get this information. And, yes, I agree with you. Doing functional strength and functional movement is, is, is way better. You know, I don't think I was any stronger. Uh, you know, I could carry freaking 20. I can't carry that right now. There's no freaking way. But, you know, it's you, you, you learn. And that's what we're trying to tell these people, <laughs> these kids out here. You know, learn from our mistakes. Yeah, I try. You know, you, you do. Th- we've basically, Jim and I have basically done it all. You know, it's like we've been doing it for, for 10, 12 years now. It's like we've gone through the whole freaking gamut of, of, of doing this stuff. So, you know, but I agree with you. You know, do the way that we worked out was, but the way that we worked out was uh, was a lot healthier on your body. <laughs> the, w- the way he wanted us to work, I said, like, guys, let's just go carry some stuff. Let's go carry some hogs. <laughs> like, yeah, that, that's a fucking great idea. I got a fight in in freaking three weeks. That's what I would do. Go in the snow, carry logs like Rocky. Fuck um, it. a lot of the fighters now. <laughs> Hey, well it kept our house warm too. It did. So it was so functional, <laughs> functional movement <laughs> and functional work. <laughs> That's functional training. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> you did two around. things. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like, oh well, let's just carry a log around in a circle. No. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, so we you know trained with you and and uh, you know I I I agree with you. I think it was that was the best I've ever felt physically going into. Um, a fight where it was like Holy sun, sun just <laughs> rose. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, you know, so I think enough about fighting. We've been talking about it for a while. Let's get into some fishing. Uh, Billy here is a, is an avid fisherman. Um, yeah, he's been slaying the carp. Yeah, recently. I'm. I'm a. I'm definitely a fisherman. Um, yeah, man, I love the fish. Uh, I don't really know. I don't. I you just like to get out there and do it. Yeah, I don't. That's really, what I, I don't like think I know it. how to fish. Like just fucking go throw it in the water. I think I know fish. I think I just fish. Like yeah. me and my brother when we were younger, literally used to go into my mom's. I kid you not. Go into my mom's sewing box. Grab a good stick that we could find. Grab a spool of her thread. Get a safety pin. I'm talking about when we were seven, eight yeah. years old. Get some uh, a safety pin, a spool of thread, Wonder Bread, and go down to this little stream and catch these stupid little things that we called brook trout that we didn't know what they were. They were just brown, and they were they were big as shit. And we would catch them off the freaking Wonder Bread, and I think that's what got me hooked on fishing. So yeah. now I like fishing in lakes for carp, and I read all about carp and Order all types of stupid shit from the UK. Humongous carp, so that's what I do. <laughs> You've been deep sea fishing too, right? Yeah, I deep sea fish. I mean, uh, yeah, I deep sea fish. I catch a lot of 
catch a lot of fluke. A whole lot of fluke. <laughs> I like to have fish fries. Yeah. One thing about me, I'm going to let everybody know. <laughs> <laughs> We're leading up to it. Ha, ha, yeah. ha. <laughs> Good thing you put it out yeah. there. <clears throat> I actually wasn't going to even bring it up. I completely forgot about no, it. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to man up. <laughs> Your boy right here, yeah. I love to fish. Love to fish. I can't fucking touch a fish, man. <laughs> I just I can't touch the fish. Everyone's like, no, you can do it. You can do it. Bro, I can't touch a fucking fish. My hands go fucking weak. <laughs> or they get super crazy. And, and, and I can't touch a fish. I just, I don't know well, what it is. Well, go fishing with Jim because mm-hmm. another guy couldn't touch a fish and I he got stabbed. And Jim did stab me. <laughs> yeah. So, so when you go fishing, you always go with somebody to remove the fish from the hook? Uh, uh, no, I've gone by myself. He uh, just hopes he doesn't catch anything. Yeah. No, <laughs> I, that's when I usually catch the most fish. What I've learned to do now that I'm a little older and responsible, more responsible, I bring this. I have this big-ass glove in my tackle box. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, when worse comes to worse, if there is no one around me, I have to wrangle the fish like I'm freaking literally, like, wrestling, like, a 200-pound dude, and it could be a sunny. <laughs> but, I, uh, you know, I have this big-ass, like, Work glove. It's not a little glove. It's like a, <laughs> a, it's like a giant welding glove. You can pretty, barely move his finger. Pretty much is <laughs> that I use to get the fish off. And I don't know, man. It's just when they move, how they feel, the muscle, like how I can't, my, literally, <laughs> my, my hands just go numb. And it's a big joke. And everyone really lo- knows how much, like, if you know me, yeah. you know that I fish. Like, you know that I like fishing. I have a boat, you know, Jim and Dan come on the boat. Mm. They've been on the boat. I, I like fishing, but I can't touch the fucking fish. <laughs> <laughs> damn, kind of, I'm like, my posture's all sunken in now. I feel like, damn, man. That was a deep moment, I think. It was, Admitting yeah, it yeah. is your first step. You gotta, I've admitted gotta get you it to so many people, yeah. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I, I, I'm serious. Like, this is something I'm going to die for. I can't touch a fish. <laughs> I've touched them. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. The picture that you see me holding the fluke. Yep. Literally. Forty minutes to take. (laughs) (laughs) I I get my hands like close and then feel them, and they're dead. I, oh, I can't do it. (laughs) And then once I get my hands in, I can feel like the sliminess and the texture, and it just my hands go weak. So I, I don't know what it is. Uh, maybe I might, be, might need to see, like, a sports psychologist get hypnotized. Something. Do you think this shit's funny, huh? <laughs> well, yeah. I, do. <laughs> 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 I think it's really funny. But I would really like to enjoy, though, you know, just, like, grabbing the fish yeah. and taking it. I, I can't. And there's been plenty of times where I've caught big fish, and I just can't even show it. I just uh, can't show it because I've had to. Just cut the line. Had <laughs> <laughs> to cut it. <laughs> like, holy shit, that's a big one. Yeah, he's nice. <laughs> anybody see me do that? Yeah. I saw some nice carp that was out of your, the lake here. Yeah, the lake uh, the lake I fish out of. I really don't want to say where I fish. No, no, you don't have to. Good. Keep the secrets. Keep my little honey hole to myself. Because <laughs> there is one person I took bass fishing one time. I'm not going to mention his name. Mike Delella <laughs> took a bass fishing to my honey hole, and this son of a bitch winds up fishing there like three times a week, catching mad bass, sending pictures out, 
everyone else catching. <laughs> Telling your spot. Yeah, Blowing catching your spot. my fish out Fuck, of my hole. Probably putting Son. his hands all over them. All yeah. over my fucking grave. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Fondling your fish. <laughs> and they've been never been touched before. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's, there's like fish in there with like three hooks going out. Fuck it, Billy. <laughs> you get a Rapala with the basket <laughs> yeah. catch. Ooh, look at that. Yeah. <laughs> I just got two new lures. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely my marking. <laughs> hey, TJ Mitch thinks that we should have a uh, hands-on fishing tournament. I oh, like yeah. that. Oh, so yeah. Down. That would be so fun. That would be yeah, fun. Yeah. Where that's in the works now. TJ Mitch, good. That, that's great suggestion. We yeah, should. Great suggestion. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, we're supposed to have a fishing competition. It kind of fell <coughs> apart. You know, whatever. We. Uh, I'm the best fisherman yeah. out of everybody. So he's not. He thinks he is, but he's not. I grew up lakefront. I've spent more hours with a line you have, of water. You have, but you still suck at it. I um, always but anyway, catch more we're fish getting than you. Enough. Enough. And I don't use the stupid bait caster. Yeah. He gets. I he use a bait caster. Exactly. No, no, exactly. No, no, no. I use I a fucking Zepco. No. Yeah. You, you don't use a bait caster, do you? No. No. So it's supposed to be Jim and I versus. Pat the, old man. the old man as like a competition, but uh, they've always chickened out. They have. We yeah. no, it's not us chickening out. You got no. You have to untangle your bait caster so you can't make it yeah, that no. morning. I have three of them. Why yeah, do I don't you need to untangle. Them. Do you, <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how to use a bait caster? No, I do. I use a bait wait caster. A minute, Actually, wait, wait a minute. Not all the time. What? Not a lot. Like yeah, a lot. Seventy-five percent <laughs> of the no. time. No, no, that's, that's such bullshit. No, I. It's not that it happens. It happens. Yes. It doesn't happen a lot. It just. It. But it happens. I'm not. I'm not fucking a professional. I'll throw it out there, and sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. And I get that. a squirrel's nest. Well, I'm not gonna. That's why I'm going that. Walmart ugly. But stick that's in the my problem. Is, is at least I'll my fucking man. try it. You. You like. Oh. Uh, you try it. It's like I got a fucking squirrel's nest. I'm not gonna even try it. I'm well, not also, do it. I can't afford a big caster because they're fucking expensive. They are expensive. Are, yeah. I spent they're less on my on my tackle box, my fishing pole, and my reel than you spent on your bait caster. That's not true. That is true. It's not. How do you know? Maybe Jim's bait caster. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Don't clump me in with Jim, I'm sorry. please. I'm sorry. How much did your bait caster cost? Kristen is listening. She said the audio was good. Yeah. yeah. Is she listening? She said the yeah. audio was good. He doesn't have a bait caster. He's got a Zepco reel no, like me. No, she knows I have bait caster. She knows I have rods. It's not, it's not the point. Does she know you have a motorcycle? I don't anymore. Sold it? I did. Oh. I still have a motorcycle. It's not together <laughs> right now. <laughs> he has a complete motorcycle. I, d I have a, a yeah, KX500 too. Oh, yeah. That's true. No. I don't even consider you? that yours anymore. No. I have two KX500s. Um, I have no, he doesn't. He has <laughs> one KX500. <laughs> I have a ZZR 1200. I have a, uh, a W650. What happened to the... Megan listening. The I had a CBR 1000. I hit, a, I hit a deer with that deer. one. And, but what happened? I, I thought you still had it, though. I was riding it around, and uh, it was actually a pretty good deal because uh, insurance let me buy it back for like $50, and uh, they didn't want the title, and they said that they wouldn't do a salvage title. So I sold it. I <laughs> traded it for the W650, <laughs> actually. Yeah. And uh, the W650 is kind of a weird. It's a bi-two-cylinder. Super light. Kind of yeah, weird. it's one of those uh, parallel twins. Yeah. It's like a XX650. It's cool. It's it's light. It's yeah. it's not fast. No. It's a different ride. Needs but in the breeze. throw it around. Yeah. 
you listen to hipster music when you're riding it. <laughs> you eat croissants, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. He rolls his jeans, down. you know. He pulls his jeans, rolls them up. His yep, flannel. Yep. He puts his flannel on before he grooms his beard. And I, 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 I wear that sparkle helmet that yeah, comes yeah. all the way around. Yeah. Now the the ZZR is a nice bike the though. That's a uh, it's a twelve hundred. Yeah. It's actually fast it for is. for the when you when you look at the bike, it's like it's like a sport touring bike. Kind of like not as like big as some of those. The it big it looks like a pregnant sport bike. Yeah, that's how I would describe it. But it's fucking fast, man. It's 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 fast. Yeah, it'll go. It's not as fast as your bike, <laughs> but <laughs> it's fucking fast. My bike's pretty fast. Your bike is fucking fast. I haven't ridden your bike, but I would love to. Oh, you're <laughs> more than welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. I like I love CBR one thousand. How is Those your are bike? Fantastic bike. My bike is fine. Your I bike's mean, fine. Yeah. Um, Cause you, d- Billy did get in an accident. What over the summer? I got into an accident. Let me see. August 9th, I was t-boned by a drunk yeah. driver. Oh, stop. You got to tell us that story from the beginning. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah, I can. Um, I got to get a drink for this one. No Hold problem. <laughs> you can keep going. I can't tell you, like, certain Top things shelf. because I'm legally, you know, oh, bound I by certain things. I got gotcha. you. Um, but I could definitely tell you that I was uh, just out on a VTX, my buddy's VTX. Okay. Black cruiser. Yep. Nice, like, custom cruiser. Yeah, those are you those are thirteen hundreds, right? Yeah, and okay. you, you might have seen me on it, like nice, like custom done up cruiser. Mm. And uh, I dropped some food off to my sister. There you go. Driving home from uh, dropping some food off from my sister, and I'm in my town, Rockaway, and I'm uh, passing Shorty's apartments, coming on to about to cross forty six. Okay. Dover, right, right where that CVS is. Yes. Yep. It was M&S at that time. Okay. So, on the opposite side, you know where the Harmons is. Yes. You can get off, and then there's an inter- You get off at the intersection on the right. If you're on forty, if you're on forty six, you can get off on the right. Okay. And you have to come to that stop sign. Now you're facing like where you would go towards Morse Hill. Yes. So. I'm by the CVS. I'm trying to give you the picture. Okay. I'm by the CVS. I go through that light. The guy's coming off of 46 onto that little ramp. He doesn't even stop at the stop sign. Uh. Just nailed him. He T-boned me. And I even tried to swerve to the left. You saw him right before. I was like, this guy's not really stopping. Like, You know how you see headlights and then they... They come, like, they get brighter. Sure. I was like, holy shit. Like, this guy's not stopping. I was probably going 28, 29 miles an hour uh-huh. through the lights. Doesn't stop. T-bones me. Got to go flying. Ugh. Do, like, a Superman somersault. No, stayed, on, stayed conscious the whole time. Did Tucked you have a head. full face helmet on? Nope. I had my half oh. shell on. <laughs> oh, I knew you rode that, too. Yeah, had oh. my half shell on and my earbuds in. So, flying through the air, do my somersault. And I'm like, in the middle of the road, like sitting in the double yellow lines. And I'm like, the fuck just happened? <laughs> and I'm like, li- you guys are going to laugh. Like, I'm literally like, like, is this heaven? Like, did I die? Because <laughs> <laughs> there's no way Terrible. I could be sitting up. I'm being serious. There's no way I yeah, could be no. sitting like, sitting up like this. And then I started like checking like limbs. Like, sure. I was probably in shock. And then I. My first reaction is like, oh, I'm going to get up and beat the shit out of this dude. So 
So I tried to stand up, and I couldn't stand up. I'm like, oh, and I fell back down. And then when I fell back down, I'm laying on the ground looking up, and this guy is standing over me. He's like, I'm like, call the fucking cops. He's like, what should I do? <laughs> and at the time, I don't know, he's inebriated. Yeah, sure. And I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? What should you do? So I tried to get up again. Yeah. And I like, got to my, like, halfway, and I couldn't stand up. So I'm like, oh, shit, my fucking foot's broke. <laughs> so I laid back down. I was like, call the fucking cops, you pussy. <laughs> 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 so I said, you know, call the fucking cops. He's like, Lit. he goes, did you see how fast he was going? I'm like, is this guy serious? I'm fucking going to die, and this guy's not even calling the cops. <laughs> so I called my fucking wife. I was like, yo, call the cops. I'm on the five side of the road right by CVS. Woo, woo, woo. No, and finally the cops co- – actually, she came before the ambulance got there. But, you know, I'm still trying to get up and get over to this guy. And then there's two did, – And did he take off or he stayed there the whole time? He couldn't take off because his car, his airbags went off. Oh, uh, so he had, he had nowhere done. to go. So he's still – How tra- fast was he going, man? The airbags deployed and everything? Yeah. I oh. can show you pictures. Um – I don't know how fast he was going, but to eat that to eat that stop sign, you know, you're you're going pretty fast. Oh, to sure. Just go through that stop sign. Yeah, yeah, because you're coming off of 46, at and that you're point. going up a ramp. Yeah, so you're doing 50 at least on 46, and you're accelerating through. Yeah, yeah he's probably oh. going a good 20 miles an hour coming off the exit and then turning. Coming there, yeah, jeez. So that was no fun. No. How's the bike? Was the bike done? Um. Bike was pretty banged up. <laughs> front end, w- front end was pushed in, and it wasn't even your bike. No, no. you gotta call your buddy. <laughs> hey, listen, I, I kid you not, that was like the hardest thing I had. Yeah, to yeah, that sucks. I, and I, you know, I'm like, I, I was tearing, like trying to tell him, like, because if someone called me, yeah, yeah, <laughs> told me, I don't give a fuck what happened to you, bro. Yeah, if you're calling me, you're still alive and you're okay. What the fuck did you do to my bike? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how passionate I am about bikes. I would, of course, I would feel bad if you got hurt, but I want to know what the fuck happened to yeah. my bike. I feel you, man. I'd be hard. I crashed. Th- I crashed somebody. Yeah. You crash everything. You I crash everything. But I, I crashed his '66 uh, uh, vet. You did. Oh. Put that into the woods. That's put it in the woods. Sideways. Did yeah. you guys fight? No. No, he called me an asshole. I don't fight but that's Dan all a lot because it doesn't go well for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Crash my car and then beat me up. That'd be a shitty day. Well, luckily nothing happened. I, I, I don't think, think I didn't call you an asshole. Yeah, I think you I did. Was no, like, you did. You were yeah, pissed. I was not. Pissed. I, I couldn't believe. So. I couldn't believe we were alive. That, not saying that I didn't deserve huh? it. I couldn't believe we were alive. I don't think I was pissed. I was just like, holy shit. Did that's what I said. I couldn't believe. Like, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna tell you guys. Like, honestly, after that day. I didn't change my life, but I w- I've kind of been like, I feel like I'm here for a reason. I don't know why the reason, but this is not like the first time like something devastating. Like I should have died hitting the car head on, half shell helmet, short sleeves and a backpack on. Oh, that's worst yeah. case scenario. I, 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 there's no, you know, so I, ever since then I, I kind of like not live my th- life every day like woo party, but I kind of like. Yeah, it's the reason why I'm here and, and enjoy every day. Like, honestly, I really do. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of crazy. Like, no, I agree with you, man. Fucking, we've had. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, try it. I'll, I'll let you know what it looks like. Uh, cause I can see it on this. Yeah, that's uh, 
it's coming up pretty good. That's that's crazy. Yeah, Jeez. that's that's the front of the car. Uh, um, and and your foot was broken? No, I I ruptured. I got deep slap lacerations in my toe. Uh, can you see the airbags? That yeah, you can see the pop there. Oh, there's Nikki's eye. Oh. <laughs> 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 All right, this is the the fight already happened, so we can talk yeah, about that too. Oh, that's the bike. Yeah. Oh, solo seat and everything. Right? Yeah, man. She was. She was a. She was nice. And all, all done completely totaled. Yeah, she's done. I even wanted to buy her. Like they were like, "Are you crazy? You want to buy her? You'll still ride that thing?" I was like, "Damn right! If I can, you know, fix her up." <laughs> like, nah, it's the frame. That once they said the frame, I was like, "Nah." I'm yeah. What are you gonna yeah. do? Yeah. Ugh. So. Yeah, that was uh, my August. That stops your fighting a little bit too. Yeah. Yeah, I was pretty much on a good, good like comeback little stint after that, and then once that happened, man, fuck, yeah. sent me back a few months. How's it feel now? My hip feels good. Um, Your ankle's good. Eh, Achilles is like tight sometimes. Tight. That's yeah. all. It doesn't feel like unstable or anything, but everything yeah. feels good. I still feel like I can kick a motherfucker a few times. <laughs> <laughs> That's <know>? good. Yeah. <laughs> 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 when did you, uh, Pat, just, he hit a deer. When the hell was that? Last year? Yeah, just last year. Yeah. I was out on the CBR and we were on some, I was on some back roads. It was late. It was like 11 o'clock at night. I was working on the bike and tuning it. And uh, I was in the back roads of Byram. I came over that that bridge there yeah. that little it's like a little one lane bridge and then it opens up into a good straight and I got on it in the straight so I was maybe doing like like 60 70 in the straight and then luckily it turns to the right and then makes a turn to the left so I came down made the right turn I started throttling out of the left hand turn into the the other straight and uh, I saw the first deer out of the corner of my eye so I came completely off the throttle and the first deer went by and I missed it I saw it go up the hill and then I was like, oh, shit, I bet there's more. And I remember, like, looking back, and I got to, like, here, and I could just see a brown, brown. blur. <laughs> and it, it hit the wheel. I don't really remember the impact. I remember, like, oh, shit, there's brown. And then I remember being in the air and being like, holy fuck, am I ever going to land? Isn't it crazy I was how in you the air for 10 stuff? minutes, it felt like. It I don't remember hitting the ground. I don't think I went out. Um, but I don't remember. I remember thinking, am I ever going to land? This is going to hurt. And then I was on the ground, and I was looking back at the bike, and it was dark, and the bike was sparking like crazy. And then I remember thinking, am I ever going to stop sliding? I felt like I got really lucky because I was out of the turn, so I just went straight down the road. But it felt like I was sliding for three days. Yeah. yeah. It was no good. I had a, a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> we were at his house, and I, I we were doing just fucking around the bike, and I had a, s a 99 CBR F4, and uh, the only th way I could get that thing to wheelie was I had to, like, rev it up and then, like, come off and then hit it, like, six grand in first gear, which, you know, with that bike, it was, like, right around, you know, I would you'd have to hit it, like, it was, like, 50 miles per hour, and it would pull it up, so I did a wheelie. And you got, and you were pretty good at him. He, he yeah, had some I nasty wheelies. Yeah, I mean, I was wheelies. going, and I'm, fuck, I was up. <laughs> no shirt on. No shirt on. Um, no helmet on. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. And, uh, he was wearing cargo shorts Cargo and shorts and sneakers. No side. You know, just fucking. And and uh, I remember going up in this thing, and then I was, like, way up in it. Like, straight up and down. 
it, and I go back over top. And I, I don't know what I was thinking. It was like, uh, I don't know. I was like, I'll just step off. So yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to that. I'll just step off and watch Jock next to it. <laughs> I have no idea what happened. I just stepped off, and the next thing, and I was like, boom. And I remember, like, because I, I guess I stepped off and went like that, and I just hit the accelerator. Well, the bike that re- went out like that, and I remember it, it pulled me like that. I'm like, just the bike went fucking. And I felt like my arms got pulled out of a socket, but I hung on. You're lucky. Yeah. I hung on, and I landed, and I hit my head hit my bicep. And I remember sliding down the road, still hanging on to the bike. There's sparks coming, flying at me, and it's like, <laughs> I just... <laughs> I just kept sliding, like, holy, like, am I going to stop anytime? You know, and I'm no shirt. Just like, getting ripped. Yeah, and I'm just like, just sliding down the freaking road. And I st- stop. I stand up. I pull the bike up. I'm like, <laughs> like, just like looking around in complete shock. And I'm like, you know, and I just like run it back. I was like, oh, like what the f- just happened? How much happened? road rash? I was, it was Significant. I hit, yeah, up my arm, down my leg, my, like. The left side of his body. My thigh. No helmet. You're lucky yeah, you didn't no, bust your fucking melon. Yeah, no. Nah, if I had hit my head, it would be. It wouldn't there'd be, be a big divot in the road. <laughs> yeah. But my thigh the next day, I don't know why, but it was like twice the size. Of, I don't know if it's because I like landed on it so hard. Or what, but my thigh. I remember laying, it, like just trying to go to sleep that night. And I was like, my fucking thigh hurts so fucking bad. I probably, it probably hurt as much as mine did when you kicked me. <laughs> <laughs> the, the crazy part of that crash was, like, we were in the front yard. It was dark out. And uh, so you, like, you you came by, and you heard the bike rev up, and you could see that the bike, it was like, <laughs> and you could tell he was up. And then, uh, you know, so you can't see the road anymore because the bike's wheeling, right? So that the light's going straight up. And then I heard it rev again. And uh, the headlight hit me in the eyes, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, that's weird." And it like, and then it came around, then it hit the front of my parents' house, and then you saw the sparks, and I was like, "Oh, fuck!" So like, I immediately start running, and uh, by the time I got to where Dan was, he's already up running the bike back. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck just happened? What's going on?" You know we what the weirdest part too is like, I hit the ground, I start running, I'm like, "Fucking a, my toe hurts so bad." I don't know, like. My toe hurt so fucking. I was like bleeding from my arm. I had fucking, you know, road rash up my arm, down my thigh, down my calf. And all I could think about was how bad my fucking toe hurt. I'm like running back, like my fucking toe. I think (laughs) I broke my toe. I think I broke my toe. (laughs) I get back, it's just like fucking rash all over my. My belt saved my hip. And then uh, I didn't have these giant love handles back then. There's a picture of Dan in my parents' bathroom. <laughs> he's got he's got underwear on and he's eating kielbasa and we're cleaning his wounds out. <laughs> With fucking rubbing alcohol. Yeah. Rubbing alcohol, well, getting the, the gravel out. Yeah, he's got the, like this it was monster like, kielbasa. Yeah, going. it was like the the only way to like kinda cause we were just you know, like fuck it. So I was like, what the hell we were twenty twenty one, twenty well I'm gonna say we were twenty one for sure. Um so <laughs> for sure. yeah. I'll tell you that. So we were, were like the I, I was like, the only way to fucking get rid of this is just to drink this. Fucking get drunk. So I just, boom, we just started. Work like food. a charm. Yeah, so we were just Possible drinking. Possible head wound, start yeah, drinking. I was yeah. like, we started scrubbing because I had, you know, pebbles. And the screwed up part, too, is a uh, fresh oil and stone. So they had just put oh. down that, like, 
the oil the stone instead of fucking paving it so it wasn't smooth it was super fine yeah. <laughs> and i had pebbles all oh, in my arm oh. all in my thigh and we were just like picking them out and and rubbing rubbing alcohol it hurt like a motherfucker but and we we get the bike so we get the bike back up you know he comes into the driveway we're checking yeah, him out well and that he's like listen I, I can't uh i can't leave it on a fall he's like i got i got to do another Can wheelie do or it's going to be in my I head did. So yeah. he goes, he gets his helmet, <laughs> and he, you know, he takes off, and he's ripping same wheelies. Bike? Same yeah. bike. I think the peg was gone, right? No, was no. The other time <laughs> Luckily, it? no. The only thing that happened with that is it just had rash on it. Luckily, because it went down in uh, low side, so it was just, everything just folded up. I might have lost my mirror, but who the fuck uses a mirror yeah. anyway? <laughs> that shit's behind you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You, uh, par- you apparently weren't using that. Yeah. No. No. So you went out and ripped a bunch I more did. I did. I had to get back on the horse. This is, you know. I'm not. Yeah, I can't judge it, man. Yeah. I mean, I did the same thing. Yeah. I yeah. dumped my bike in a wheelie and got right back on and said, fuck it. She's almost done. I might as well finish her. Yeah. <laughs> kept wheeling. <laughs> <laughs> so we were driving one time, and uh, <laughs> it was before I had a bike. And we were supposed to go. Dan was working at uh, the White Deer Plaza at the time. Yeah. And my buddy Mike had an like an '89 FCR That's 600. Right. So I didn't have a bike. I was like, I'm gonna borrow Mike's bike. We're gonna go for a ride. And it started raining that day. And uh, Mike had to work. It was the only day I could get a bike. I'm like, we should still go. He's like, yeah, we'll just take it easy. So I'm following Dan. I'm behind him, and uh, he's like power sliding the bike. Yeah. So I, I, I see the bikes like fishtailing, and you can hear him like rev it up, and he's fishtailing all <laughs> over the place, <laughs> and. Uh, and he, he, like, fishtails out, and then I don't know what happened. That bitch caught. He high-sided. I can still see Dan's face through the helmet. He high-sides, comes off the bike, and uh, I'm going to put the camera on me so you can see. And he's just, like, he's like this, staring at me. I was instantly, and then he I was still sitting the ground on the bike. And <laughs> hit the, boom. He never, he never came off the bike. I never he came off the bike. Like, <laughs> I can see his face, and he just fucking whacked the ground. Dude. So, you know, I remember you said, like, yo, you're in heaven. I uh, it, had, it just started like kind of drizzling at when I crashed. I was just, you know, just doing burnouts, like rolling burnouts. It was you know, stupid. It was a 600, so the only way I could do it at that time was when it was wet. Yeah. So I was doing things, and, and I just lost control. Like, it went way out, and I brought it back, and, and it went caught. way back out. And uh, I just couldn't control it. And uh, I remember, like, flying through the air like this, and, and I hit the ground. And next thing I see is this is like light, and I'm getting drizzled on it, and I just I just feel this like cold fucking so and it was just like super bright because I had a, a dark mask this on my. Must be uh, it. Yeah, I was like, like I hit the ground, like, boom, <laughs> and uh, I was like, this like laying there, like I didn't like because you're so disoriented. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, am I dead? And then I fucking sit up and like he comes like you okay, and uh, I a fucking idiot too. It was like. There was a truck <laughs> going by as I was doing. I was just like, fucking doing stupid. And the guy's like, oh, I got to call the cops. I was like, no, you're not. No, hell you're not. not. No. And I high-sided it, so the whole the peg was fucking gone. side, everything was gone. I had to ride it. <laughs> I was bent. I had no uh, I had no, no clutch. No clutch, right? I had no yeah. clutch. I the, the thing was bent. Uh, my fucking uh, handlebar was bent. There was no peg. Um so like the only way I I had to just ride it back with kind of just fucking holding <laughs> my bike, and the, uh, the guy's like I'm calling. I was like No, you're not, and I just jumped off the bike and took off. I didn't have a bike license at the yeah, time. Yeah, I was like No, nope, we're sorry. going. I think everybody that you know rode or rides motorcycles <laughs> that really like ride, yeah. 
has like stories. Yeah. Hey, you either went down or you're gonna go down. Absolutely. There's no there's no two nah, ways there's around no it. No parents or buts about it. Yeah. And I'm gonna continue to ride for all those people that tell yep. me I should get rid of my bike. It's not getting rid of my bike is like getting rid yeah. of my fucking dick and balls. <laughs> that ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> it's not happening. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I'm sorry to people that care about me, and I'm, I'm going to ride a motorcycle. It's just me. Yeah. The people that don't get it, like, there's just something different about two wheels, and when you when you lean through a turn, it's like, they I don't won't know, get man. It. It's all that matters sometimes. They won't it's get just, it. Yeah, I agree with you. They won't get it, so that's why I'm going to continue to ride my motorcycle. And, you know, I've never crashed. <laughs> I've never crashed my motorcycle doing something stupid. I thought you said you crashed doing a wheelie. That's uh, not stupid. that's not like that not to me that's not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna need I to go back and define well stupid. Not. I mean like on oh, a highway. So you're like saying <laughs> Dan isn't stupid. No, no. Thank I mean, you, like, Billy. I appreciate I mean, that. I mean like on a highway, like showing off like yeah, I've never yeah. crashed my motorcycle doing anything. I've crashed my motorcycle trying to wheelie dirt bikes and stuff like that. I've never cra- as an adult, I've never crashed like my sport bike doing anything. I should like yeah. out of control, like yeah. never 160, crashed like that. 160, 190 down no, the turnpike cr- no, Obviously, I've never crashed like that. No. <laughs> exactly. I've never crashed doing an RT90. Yeah. No, nope. never. Thank God. Really? No, It would be a lot never. shorter. Yeah. It wouldn't be yeah. a lot. Yeah, it wouldn't be. <laughs> I've never crashed doing 180. Definitely done 180. <laughs> when you're on something like that, it's almost impossible not to. It doesn't take long. You twist. Yeah, the I had a, I had a, uh, a GSXR 1000, and uh, that bike going? was fast. Yeah, she's going. And it was like that's some work done to it too. Yeah. It just it just it's different level. Went. Yeah. And it wasn't like it was like all right. I'm, I didn't plan on doing that. It would just be you be going, and you just twist the throttle, and the next thing you know, you look down, it's like, One ten. holy shit. That thing's a wheel machine, too. Yeah. Those bikes that was a machine. fast, fast motorcycle. That was the fastest motorcycle I've ever ridden. Yeah. yeah. For sure. It was an 04 Oh, yeah, you'd like Jixer. mine. Yeah, I would. Yeah. I like to. Be. I just would like to pick thing. up a CBR. It's probably as faster than mine, or just, you know, same. At that level, you're not even... Same You're thing. splitting hairs, yeah. yeah. I, I'll never forget. I took it to uh, to work. I was working at Avenel at the time, so I was getting off of 80 onto 287. And uh, the way the traffic opened up, like, I wasn't trying to be a dick. I was like, you know, I saw there was a spot there, so I, I rolled on it. I didn't downshift or anything. And then there was a spot there. I rolled on that. And it felt pretty good, so I just, like, stayed on it. I got in the left lane, you know, and, uh, and I started to top <laughs> out. I was like, I'm probably going fast, thinking I would see, like, 95, 100. I was doing 135, and I went by a cop. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> this was outside statute of limitations of a very long time ago. Yeah. But uh, we just, you just got to keep going then. Keep going at that yeah, point. Exactly. Stop. Yeah, exactly. That's, Sorry, the, that's the boss's mantra. If you're going to write me at 135, you got to catch me at 135. <laughs> I did that. And he, he didn't even give me a ticket. I was heading up to Boston doing domes, and I had a GMC crew cab. And I used to get on that, and I'd be doing 110. 120, <laughs> a fucking 95. Tools rattling well, out of the yeah, yeah, tools yeah. rattling and out, ladders yeah. fucking. At freaking, you know, at 4 o'clock in the morning, 3.30 in the morning. Well, I went past a cop, <laughs> and I was a thing, and he got on and started chasing me, and he freaking caught me, you know. And he pulled me over, and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, well, I saw you. I was doing 120. You might as well catch me doing 120. <laughs> and he's like, really? I was like, yeah. He's like, slow down. 
He let, let me go. go. Let me go. You spected that he answer. Was like, yeah, yeah. Slow yeah, down. Like, was you, like, you, you flustered him. Yo. He's like, uh. <laughs> like telling me. You already got me, so what the, what's, yeah. what's the difference? Yo. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be like, your black ass is going to jail. That was <laughs> 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 no, Shorty told us. Shorty told us that you and him got pulled over going pretty fast. And uh, Shorty got, got a minimal fine. <laughs> Shorty got pulled over. <laughs> <laughs> Shorty's plastics fell off, so so it it uh kind of yeah. gave him away. Yeah, Shorty's we pink plastics yeah. left off. The bike threw the pink with plastics Shorty, off. With Shorty Rock, Shorty Adela written underneath. <laughs> yeah, right, right onto the the, the police's right windshield. Shorty Rock. <laughs> yeah, that's all he could see while he's driving his car. Shorty Rock. Yeah, we were ripping down um, unspecified road um, one evening, coming from an unspecified establishment. <laughs> and, um, unspecified there. <laughs> yeah, we happened to be, uh, you know, yeah, no, we yeah. happened to be going an unspecified, an unspecified <laughs> speed. speed. <laughs> the, the last time I looked down at my speedometer, uh, actually the last time I looked in my rear view mirror, Shorty was probably, I'd say, approximately 25 meters behind me. And I like this detail. Yeah. Like the wind was coming out of the west at eight <laughs> knots. Yeah, approximately, he was about approximately 25 <laughs> meters behind me. I kid you not. I was in center lane, so I could see left lane, right lane, full. And that was about a 160. <laughs> At about 170, I looked back and Shorty was approximately 33 meters <laughs> in my rear view mirror. And it was hard to keep track of the uh, HIDs at that point. And about five to eight seconds later, I looked back and my red rev limiter was up. My red light was on and my speed limit was 182. At that point, I pulled my clutch in moving. and tried to get a little more out of her to see if I could get to like Because that's what normal people do. And she yeah. wouldn't. That was all she gave me. Went 82. That was fast. Somebody could be fast. doing 82 miles an hour thinking that they are driving <laughs> their car faster. <laughs> and you flying. go by them at 100 <laughs> miles <laughs> faster. And that's all I was thinking when I, p I passed three cars. Uh, they probably didn't even see you. On my way to do it, it was well, an I, alien. Had, I was lit up because you know, I had <laughs> lights on my. <laughs> I was lit up so everyone could see me. Yeah, well, I had the yeah it was just a. It was, it was like, was that a UFO? Yeah, that was hey, UFO yeah. sighting. <laughs> I, have, I have the little police, the police lights in the back of my bike, that like, like yeah, the police flicker. like, woo woo, like like. So I put those on. Boop, I went by a car literally, and it, like, it was literally like. <laughs> I, that's all I could see of the car was like, poof, and then I saw, poof, and then, poof, and I was like, holy shit, and then <laughs> broke it down. The cops would have never uh, pulled us over. We stopped to examine his his bike. Like he's like, yo, high beaming me to pull over. We stopped, pulled over, looked at the bike, and then they came. Uh. Like a good, I kid you not, a good. Minute, minute and a half later. By the time they caught up. Yeah. I should have been at, like, literally in my driveway. Yeah. Should have been making yourself a sandwich by that time. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Instead of waiting for him to come get it. Fucking shorty. Yeah. <laughs> get off the fucking bikes. <laughs> I was like, who's talking to you like 
Mexico. <laughs> Shorty's like, <laughs> like, chill. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> 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 like, you, you, you know, I know I'm doing wrong, but you're not yeah. going to talk to me like I'm some fucking kid. Get the fuck out of here. I'm going to get paid if you start whooping that baton out. I'm going to get my camera on, and we're gonna, I'm going to get paid over here. You're not going to talk to me like that, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, they screamed at us like we were fucking kids. And they let you go. You didn't get yeah. arrested. You didn't get. Not arrested. They told us we should be arrested. I was like, how fast was I going? Being a smart ass. I know you didn't. You, there's no way you could tell me how fast I was going. <laughs> Your yeah. radar does not go that yeah. high. <laughs> we didn't have the radar on. We yeah. just, you know, you're oh, yeah. on the side just of the road. Just yeah. So, yeah. So, how fast <coughs> you were going? I was like, I'm only doing 90. He was like, 90? You're doing like, I was, I was doing 90. Yeah. He was like, you know what? Give me your license. Do you have a license? I was like, yes, I do. And I have a CDL. He's like, your CDL's getting suspended. I was like, I don't use it anyway. He's <laughs> 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 like, take that fucking mask off. I was like, I'm not taking it off when you talk to me like that. Ask Shorty. I was being a dick. Because you're not going to scream at me. I know I did wrong. You're not going to talk to me like I'm some little kid who has no fucking, yeah. no backbone whatsoever. That's not happening. Copper. <laughs> 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 So, yeah, we got in trouble. We got um, tickets. We had to go to court, you know. What could they give you a ticket for if they didn't know how fast you're going? Careless driving. Yeah, that's it. Which got reduced. Yeah. But yeah. they had no idea. No, they didn't know. Yeah. In hindsight, stupid. Would oh I do yeah. it again? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you're <laughs> damn right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean. I don't ride a you gotta, I ride you a crotch rocket for a reason, man. Yeah. Sorry. I, I yeah, Do I've I never gone 182, no. but I, I have done, you know, like 140. Listen, when you get uh, to that point, 140, yeah. 150, haven't you you haven't said, "Damn, let me see much how much more I have." That's no, what I did. I, I, I was I down. I was down. It was like you ran out of room, <laughs> right? And yeah, I was basically running room. It was just like the highway was on. It was like coming up and then you go up this big hill. It's just like big swooping turn and you come up and do it straight away goes back down and it's like wow and cars are like it's <laughs> <laughs> like they're standing still and you're still doing fuck. i was like you know yeah it was just it was, it was pretty you crazy call yeah. me whatever call you can say whatever that shit was fun yeah it is ex it's extremely yeah, it's exhilarating extremely and that part of the reason why that's the whole reason why I kind of fight is is that exhilarating You're chasing feeling. that shit. Yeah. Me too. That's why yeah. I'm fighting my You're own like, demons. I'm a fucking maniac. I'm a junkie. Yeah. I'm an adrenaline junkie, and I need to feel alive like that. Yeah. When I wasn't doing anything, like I told you, I felt fucking depressed. depressed. Yeah. I'm not saying you feel depressed. No. But not I, fighting. I'm, I'm but 100 not with fighting you. fighting has made you feel a little different as a man. You can't tell no, me it has there was not. When I had the surgery and there I was off, there was a point where it was like, Cause it was, I had no idea if it was gonna be the end. If it was, wh I had no idea what it was gonna feel like coming back, whether I was gonna be able to do it again. And uh, yeah, it was like you know, depressing. And and you know, you never. Even now, it's like I haven't done. I haven't fought in a long time, and there, and there is this like itch, like fuck, I gotta do something. And I always get those kind of itches where like I gotta do something. And when we were younger, before it was fighting, before it was whatever. I would be like, I have to do something crazy. Like, I fucking feel like I have to do something stupid and crazy to 
to, to fucking calm this down. Like, whatever it is, you know, ride the motorcycle fast, do something stupid, jump off. I, mean, I fucking jumped off a stupid shit <laughs> where we were fucking kids. Like, I tried to do a double backflip off of a fucking mulch pile and fucking, fucking completely overdid it and just fucking slammed the back of my head on the, on, uh, the ground. <laughs> <laughs> just because it was like i fucking have to do something stupid like i have to it, i feel like uh i don't know there's just like well, hey, i get like anxious fight yeah i know what you tell him fight. fight i tell him i say the same thing fight at 205 well it's a big it's a lot different now yeah you know well, i got four kids yeah, well still there's fight I know. Don't ride a motorcycle 160 miles I don't have a motorcycle to ride 160 <laughs> miles Fight. per hour. You're right. Uh, <laughs> bless you. Bless you. Piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> fucking scumbag. <laughs> this guy reaching for Kleenex over here. In his this fucking is a family podcast. Keep it clean. Shorty, <laughs> shorty rock shirt. Reaching for freaking Kleenex, this yeah. scumbag. No, I, I agree with you. It's not, you know, I don't do, I don't have a motorcycle to do that kind of stuff. But That's not why I still have a motorcycle, get. but I just... Sometimes no, it's I an outlet. Yeah, sometimes it's I an get outlet on to it do and, that and I get I get a little too too crazy. It feels good. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Doing so you know, when you when you're doing stuff like that and yes, it's wrong and, and you're you're putting yourself in a lot of danger and you know, but <laughs> it does feel good. All right. I tell you you gotta ride the KX five hundred. It's a fun the dirt motorcycle. Bike? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, I, is it two-stroke? Two-stroke. Oh. That's all I grew up biggest, on. Like the fastest two-stroke. That's all I grew yeah. up on. It, it makes yeah. a 125 feel like a, like a kid's 50cc toy. Yeah. It's different level. It's like nothing you've ever thrown a leg over if I you haven't driven it. I used to race my 80 and 125 at English Town. Yeah. Growing up, yeah. yeah. I used to race bicycles like BMX at Braddock. Nice. Yeah. I've been in this doing like crazy stupid shit since <laughs> I was a little kid. Skateboard <laughs> and all that stupid shit, man. You were uh, you played football for Randolph, right? Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, I was a decent football player. Yeah, yeah. you went to college. Yeah, I went to college. Um, Randolph football was a uh, was something else, you know. That was that was a crazy time. Um, my high school, I think it started. Not I think it started in my brother's like during my brother's time, maybe a little bit before that, where we just started winning championships. Yeah. My brother never lost a game. In midgets, I lost maybe, I think, three football games in midgets. In high school, I lost three football games. Um, we went 69-0. and 0. Yeah. And to this day, I think, as a sophomore, I was the first person to play varsity at Randolph High School. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and. You were a halfback, right? Yeah, I was a halfback. Yeah. A running back and a defensive back. Um, um, they considered I played in the. They say the best game in the state of New Jersey. Yeah. yeah. It's called the Miracle of Montclair. We were losing. Um, our coach Bauer, John Bauer Senior, had died um, two weeks before the final s- the final game. We knew he, you know, he was in bad health. He was going through dialysis, still trying to coach us. Yeah. And uh, I was a I was a sophomore. I wasn't a starter. I should have been, but I wasn't a starter. They didn't. Like, that was unheard of. Like, yeah, no yeah. sophomore was allowed to start. It was juniors and seniors. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. I don't care how good you are. No sophomore is going to start. So, I didn't start. And he passed away, Bauer Sr. His son, Bauer Jr., was um, assistant coach. He took over. 
played Montclair. They were the number one team in New Jersey. Um, we were group four, biggest group at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, game's crazy game. We wind up winning by field goal with no time on the clock. What the crazy thing is that happened in this game, and by all means, I want you guys to like Google this after, just so you can like look at the, the no, put it up right the, like the real facts. Yeah, yeah. Um, the band had ran on the field, thinking that they won the game. Yeah. And it was like seven seconds left, so they didn't win the game. They had to punt to it, so they kept calling timeout, timeout, and they backed themselves into their own end zone. And it was fourth down, and they thought time ran out. Band ran down the field. Game's over. No, refs bring everybody, clear the field. Our fans left. Mike Rowe, who uh, went to UVA, who was Tiki Barber, Rondi Barber's quarterback in his college. His dad was the coach of the Jets, Al Groh. Mm. His son was the quarterback. <laughs> and um, he kicked a 37-yard field goal with no time left. So they had to punt to us with, like, four seconds left. Here comes me in the game. I was playing before that, but they're like, can you um, <laughs> <laughs> can you uh, said they sent me in the game. Yeah. I'm a sophomore, biggest game. When I go onto the field, Pat, literally, like, when I got in that game, the first time I got in the game was because a guy got hurt. This is, like, in the second quarter, our starting running back. So they're like, Billy, you're in the game. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm on the sideline with two sleeves on, sweatshirts. Like, trying to keep yeah, warm, yeah. not ready to play a football game. I got to cut all that stuff off. I look up. There's fucking people, like, watching the game from in the trees. Like, they climb trees, and we're, like, we're watching the game in the trees. I'm like, is it this? this is it here, Billy? Yeah. yeah. That's Mike Rowe kicking a 37-yard field goal. That place was fucking absolutely bananas. It still makes the hair on the back of my neck yeah. go up. Yeah, we were 49-0 and at that time. That's crazy. So, um, I was a sophomore, little as hell. They send me back to catch the punt. There's seven seconds left. It's 49-0. and 0. You're putting a sophomore that's never, they're like, just catch it and pretty much do your thing. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, why don't I just call fair catch? Stop the clock, won't it? Mm. They're like, yeah, dummy. <laughs> call, fair no, call fair catch. The kid kicks it. That's Bauer Senior. Sorry. Yeah. That was a guy that died. One of the best coaches in the state of New Jersey ever in history. Um, Coach Mike Vine, he was awesome. Um, so they send me back. I'm scared to death. It's hard enough to catch a punt. Just the regular, yo, yeah, get back yeah. there and catch a punt. I'm a 14 year old kid. 14 years old, like if you really think about the grand scheme of things, yeah. 49 and 0, 14 year old kid, go back there and catch this punt. Dude kicks the punt so short, I'm like at the 40. Mm-hmm. This kid kicks the, that's my brother. That's why I wore the same number. Um, the kid kicks a, a short punt, and I was like, holy shit. I just ran up, waving my hand, and caught the ball on like, I don't know. 33, 34-yard line. One second left. Mike Rowe comes on the field, kicks field goal, and we win the game, and that's all you <laughs> see. Our fans, when we get, they wouldn't let us leave Montclair. The people in the streets were rocking the bus. The state troopers had to come in, escort us out. <laughs> when we get back home to our locker room, yeah. all the parents are there like, it's all right, it's okay, you know. They had no idea. Nah, look at me right there at the bottom, 32. See? 
my hands up. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm tiny. <laughs> so they don't know we lost. They get back. We get back, and they're like, we're like, we won. They're like, yeah, right. Yeah, we won. Yeah, it was crazy. It was a crazy time. <laughs> so I played for definitely one of the the best teams in the state of New Jersey at one of the craziest times in, in football. Yeah. Yeah. That was a crazy time. That's Bowery Jr. You you went to college? Yeah, I went to college. Played for? Kansas. Yeah. Played at Kansas. Got in a little trouble. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't? Yeah. You think that you think football kind of changed the way that you attack MMA and that you attack your personal training? Um, no, football. What I went through, like, it sounds crazy because it was like the main part of it was high, like the high school that I, the high school football that I went to was completely different from what other people go through. Like, we were held accountable for like so many different things, almost like a college level type of atmosphere that I was in. So. The environment that I – that's why I'm so big on family and friendship, to tell you the truth, is because what football did for me as a youngster and what, you know, what I was around. So I take friendships and, like, team things very – I just – it's it's very big to me. So, yeah, it gave me a big foundation, and it's the way I act and how I carry myself um, has a lot to do with it, I, if that's what you're asking. Yeah, uh, that changes something. I mean, if you're 14 and you gotta you gotta stand back there, Step that's up. a that's a confidence thing. Yeah, it was definitely it's like I didn't at the time. I'm t- like, I do a lot of things because I'm too stupid to realize I can't. Yep. You know, like <laughs> there's there's no reason why I should have took a, a MMA fight. I I put myself into a look at a little 32 right here covering <laughs> this monster right here on the on the corner. I was tiny, man. <laughs> tiny. These guys were freaking huge. Um, there's no way I should be fighting in a tournament for the 198-pound belt 30 days into practice. Yeah. yeah. And I, no one told me I could do it. They're not 198, like, you said? Yeah, my first fight is, what, 198 pounds. What do you walk around at? Um, <sighs> right now, probably 185, 190. Back then, I was they were different. Yeah. I was like a big, big power lifter, big guy. Like, that's all I wanted to do was big. Mm-hmm. So I used to walk around probably about 195 with a different, like, different but stature. You, so you're still not cutting <laughs> weight for that, though? No. At 198? Yeah. No, I didn't cut an ounce of weight. I no, just walked, just in, walked there in there. On swole, like, the I can do this. <laughs> swole. <laughs> so, uh, and the kid that I fought is 4-0 as a pro right now. Harley Beekman. And it's crazy. I still, you know, I still keep tabs on, like, all you the guys follow that I fought. It. And I fought, you know what's crazy about my whole career? I fought so many tough people as an amateur. Like, I never should have. Like yeah. I look at it now, like, are you? why did the fuck did you fight him? I fought Anton Burrison. I don't know if any, I mean, you probably know who yeah, he is. Yeah. BJ Penn picked him to win the Ultimate Fighter. Okay. I fought him my second fight. <laughs> and to fight him, I drank a gallon and a half of water to gain weight because the commission told me, just like Jim did. Yeah, yeah. The commission told me I couldn't fight. Like, I was too light because I was supposed to fight someone else and they changed my fight. And I was like, I don't give a fuck. I'll fight him. And that's one thing anyone, there's no one can say that I I never turned down any fight, professional, <laughs> amateur. The only thing I turned down, and this is, I told my 
my manager this at one point. I said, don't even ask me about fights. The only thing I turn down is my collar. That's it. I'm not turning any fight down because I like – I don't think yeah. anyone can just beat me up. You could submit me. You're not going to go in there and just beat me up. I'm not that type of dude. You're not going to just beat me up. It's not happening. <laughs> it's a different mentality. That's <laughs> what I said about – we were talking happening. about Jim's fight, that you got to take it out of the fighter's hands because fighters have that mentality. I it wouldn't yeah. matter who it was. I'm not I'm – jujitsu. That's not. I'm not great at that. You're not gonna beat me up. Do you understand what I'm saying? You're not gonna sit here, throw elbows, and just rearrange my face. I'm not letting it happen. <laughs> <laughs> not letting it happen. So we're gonna scrap, but you're not beating me up. I don't give a fuck who you are. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. I get a little excited. A little bit. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. No, but that was a good point because it's like you know, mentality like that, like. You need a coach to step in because there are certain – you shouldn't have fought some of your fights. Ah. I shouldn't have fought some of my fights. Jim, there are, there are fights that Jim should not have taken. But when you leave it up to the fighter where it's like, well, of course you're going to fucking say yes. Because you're well, a fighter. Yeah. You're going to fight. Cause, yeah, because that's the whole reason I'm here. That's what I did for the past eight weeks, ten weeks was prepare to fight. But it's, it's like what you were hitting on earlier. It's, you know – the evolution of MMA has happened. Yeah. It's, it's begun, you know, the steps of the evolution of unions are coming into play. Yeah. You know, different sparring techniques, you know, which I agree on. I, you know, I agree and don't agree. Yeah. To me, you still need to fucking spar. I don't give a fuck how much you're trying to get away from. I, not getting I hit, agree with you, not buddy. Doing, you need to fucking spar. If you want to play <laughs> tap ass and practice light, you go right ahead. Yeah. I'm going to spar and take yeah. my lickings when I need to. Do you need to spar four days a week? Yeah. Negative. Do you need to spar three days a week? Probably negative. Yeah. You need to sp- you need to get rounds in. And these fighters out there that aren't running or doing some type of conditioning like swimming, negative. You, get, you have hey, to. Hey, Jim Miller, this is directed <laughs> at you. Spar that motherfucking board before you fucking shoot it. You have to. <laughs> I don't. I don't think though, and and I have not fought, so I can't speak about it as freely. But there are guys who are fighting at very high level who do not have that same mentality. No, it's a different fighting, sport. It's, complete, it's a different fight. sport where it was. Well, you're getting into you're getting into more of of I don't an think athlete. They ever wanted it's easy a, it's well, a, it's well, an I mean, athletic I'm event a lot now. Of the big boys now want easy fights. Yeah. Where I mean, look at Khabib. Oh. Khabib turned down a fight with Jim. Because you're talking oh, he's about ranked lower, but he takes a newbie. You, you first of all, you don't know if he turned ago. it down. Second, sure he did. Dad, you Mike don't know. Constantino said we don't want to fight Jim Miller because he's ranked number eight and Khabib is well, number five. So a it's a step down in competition. Yeah, there's a but now you you turn around later and you fight a newbie, a guy who had no. But fights that's in my the point. UFC. Is is it's a different mentality now because I think it's. It's a different sport than it was when, you know, even when Jim and I had first gotten to the UFC, you know, whatever it was, eight, ten years ago, I don't remember, um, where you're getting, it's more, it's, you're getting, there's a lot more on the line, too, where it's like, you know, winning is, it's fucking big, like, where it was like, you know, you could, you can make a career out of just fighting and, and fighting and fighting hard. And fighting tough guys, and where now it's like they don't fucking care. That's why they're letting guys fight. That's why they're letting fucking Jim. They're giving Jim shit to f- uh, about fighting fucking uh, 
whatever his name was. What was his last name? Poirier. Alves. Yeah. No, Alves. Alves. Tiago. Yeah, Tiago. They're giving Jim shit because Tiago came in eight pounds overweight. Well, you should still you you trained to fight. You should still fight him. Yeah. Well, uh, that's the way Jim's thinking. But as for somebody on the outside, it's like, you, it it doesn't matter to to them whether Tiago wins or Jim wins. They want to fight. You know, Tiago come in eight pounds over. Who yeah, the fuck they cares? Care. They, they love care. a highlight real knockout. Yeah, they want to see him come in because, you know, yeah, they'll take twenty percent of his purse, but but he'll still move up. But but Jim, you know, that's why that's why I think it has to be. It, it can't really be on the fighter anymore. Yeah. It can't be up to it the fighter. It can't be because the fighter because there's too much. Yes. Yeah, there's too much emotion. There's too much invested in when you train for that long, and and that's what. I know that's what Jim does. That's the reason he's there. He's not there just to fucking make money. He's there because he enjoys fighting. And he doesn't care who he's going <coughs> to fight. But the problem is, is that's not what the sport's about anymore. The sport's about winning. And the sport's, the sport's about, about creating. Winning, it's about talking. No. It's, it's about it's putting asses <laughs> yeah, in the Yeah, but if he, can, if he can put together a good string, it's, you know. Man, I agree and disagree. Um, I agree with you that. That's Do I think that's the way it should be? Yeah, no. I know that's not no, what you're it's saying. It's not the way it I should know be. I that's not what you're saying, but, like, it, it's just, like, I don't know. Jim put together a seven-fight win streak. Yeah. Was it not seven? Yeah, it was yeah. seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I what agree What were his rewards for that? No, I agree with you. Ass? Yeah. He got nothing. Yeah. Like well, Ed, the thing that bothers me also about it is, like, if, got you, if you see people talk about it, people will go on there and they'll say, well, okay, Jim got in a seven because somebody put that on the underground a while ago. That okay, Jim Miller had a seven fight win streak. What does it take to get a title shot? He didn't get a title shot at that, but people don't know that the UFC never told Jim Miller. Well, they told Benson Henderson, "You beat Jim Miller, you get a title shot." They didn't tell Jim Miller, "You beat Ben Henderson, you get a title shot." Yeah. They told Nate Diaz, "You beat Jim Miller, you get a title shot." They didn't tell Jim Miller, you beat Nate Diaz, you get a title shot. They, because they, it's just who sells. No, I mean, at one point. It has nothing did, to do with that as being a quality fighter. No, Donald yeah. Cerrone gets a title shot yeah. beating Jim Miller. Jim Miller doesn't get a title shot if he beats Donald no, Cerrone. No, I think at that point in time they did say uh, the winner of this is going to get a title shot. When, well, when he Cerrone? fought Cerrone. Fight, yeah, but yeah. I, that was, that's like one fight a little. Li I'm not saying. Uh, no, I agree like, with you. I, I agree. Come you on, know. man. Son bonuses. How many yeah. bonuses are we going to, when I say we, how many bonuses is this guy not going to get? Yeah. I just, I, I don't know. It's f But th the problem is they, I, you know, I'm not in it anymore, so I don't really care. But they take advantage of the guys that are going to do this. You know, yeah. You know, he's not going to talk. He's not going to do he's this. Not gonna he's not going to say gonna anything so or give a shit. So, yeah, it's it's whatever it is, and uh, they're going to take advantage of it because why wouldn't they? It's a business. Yeah. I mean. You know, and, and that's what sucks about it. It's not. It should literally be the best fighters versus the best fighters. That's what but I'm it's not saying. anymore. That's what you're getting at. Like it's not, it's not that. But you have cut. to put those wins together. You can't come off a loss and fight for a title. That's yeah, you can. You're Chael Sonnen. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fuck you. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Nick Diaz. <laughs> fuck you. Yes. <laughs> you can come off a loss. All depends on how much you hug Dana's nuts. So, Billy, if if any of our listeners want to train with you, they want to get some functional strength. What's the best way to do it? Um, 
contact me at um, Facebook. Uh, I have a Beyond Fitness page on Facebook or 973-296-6140. Um, my webpage is down right now. It's about time. Beyond um, Fitness. And is your name on it? Yeah, the Beyond Fitness Facebook page. Yep. Yeah. So Beyond Fitness on Facebook. You want me to put uh, put the number in the comments? It'll be there. Yeah, you can put my phone number there. All right, cool. What is it again? Was that Beyond Fitness or Beyonce Fitness? Yeah, Beyond. <laughs> I can make you look like Beyonce. <laughs> beyond Fitness. 973-296-6140. Yep. And now we, we touched on it a bit before, but you don't just train football players and fighters. You train normal people just looking to get in shape. You train yes. Um, my actually my client, my clientele, is um. The majority of it is, non, I should say, the majority of them are not athletes. Okay. You know, just regular people that just want to stay healthy and, you know, prolong their life by working out and keeping their heart healthy and doing the right things in life. I do enjoy training the athletes, but yeah. And where, where does your training take place? I train in Cedar Knolls out of Nitro Fit Gym. Okay. Yep. Nice. All right. Sorry. <laughs> I have to train the lizard. <laughs> We've been going. The card is full, so I lizard? have no idea how long we've been going for. Yeah. So it's been a while. <laughs> but I think think we uh We're done? come to an end. All right, good. And uh, – um, cool. Can I just give a couple people like of course shout out of course go for it it's yours Billy yeah um, since I started the whole MMA thing I've been to a few gyms there's a lot of people that help me out if I forget anyone you know forgive me I doubt I will but if I do forgive me um, elite tactical martial arts where they taught me a lot with James Benamarito Paul Wallach who's actually a Pro boxer, I get all the IBF, IBC, WBC, WBF. I get all that mixed up. Yeah. But he was um, the man to stop Yuri Foreman and make Yuri Foreman retire. And then Yuri Foreman came out of retirement. But I want to give Powell Wallach a shout out because that was the guy who really taught me to just keep coming forward. Like, yeah. you know, when I fight or when you spar me, like I jab and I want to <laughs> keep coming forward. That's all him. That's all he taught me. And I took after him. His name was the Raging Bull. So, Paul Wallach, big shout-out to you. Jim Glasson, Heather's um, gym in Sparta, kickboxing gym. Yeah. Um, AMA, all my AMA uh, guys that I trained at there, you know, I found a lot of true friendships that I'm still with some of these guys, cornering some of these guys, and just, you know, everyday life with some of these guys. Um Big shout out to my heavyweight John Romero, Jamie Gall, Mickey Gall, Grace in New Jersey, Pure MMA with Andy Maine, all those guys over there, Carnicella MMA, uh, Miller Brothers MMA. You guys actually, I don't know if you know this or not, and it's probably not the best stat, but I think I was the first one to fight under your banner, the first pro fight under <coughs> your banner. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was that was definitely an honor. You and Jim came. It was an honor here too. Cornered me. Sucked that. Honor. Hit the bullet on that one, but no, yeah. No, no, um, no. <laughs> yeah, shout out to uh, Miller Brothers MMA. Um, 
just everyone who helped me along the way. I've sparred with a lot of people, you know, like I said, been to a lot of gyms. I just want to say thanks to everyone who, you know, helped me out and kind of believed me and had my back, so to say. So it's been, a, it's been fun. I'm not done yet. And I wish you guys all the success. So, yeah, Thank that's you. about it. All right. That. Uh, thank you guys very much for joining, and uh, see you next time. And our music is done. <laughs> 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 you don't need